Cynics on Disney podcast contains adult language. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Cynics on Disney podcast, presented by NightClub33.com. Welcome in to this week's episode of the Cynics on Disney podcast. I am your host, Bobby, a.k.a. the Disney Cynic. And I'm your co-host, Amanda, a.k.a. the Anti-Cynic. And today we are airing a very special episode. No, we're not covering an attraction or a ride or a restaurant, although we kind of get to talk a little bit about all three types of things uh, today. Instead, we're, we're going to talk about an experience that my wife has had, uh, that previous uh, guest on the show, uh, Kayla, has had uh, a new guest on the show, Kim, uh, has, uh, has had. They all shared this experience the same year, although not always together. From, from what I understand. Uh, I'm sure we'll get into the backstory here in, in just a second. Uh, but today we're going to actually talk about the returning workforce to, to Disney, the, the one that really makes it go and, you know, function at a budget-friendly level, uh, apparently, because uh, that's the only way that, that Disney can cheap out on paying some cast members these days. We're talking about the college program, y'all. Uh, and for a little bit of quick background before we, we really get into introducing everything, let, let's, Amanda, talk about the, the college program for, for just a second, then we'll get introduced Kim uh, and Kayla, okay? All right, sounds good. So this is the Disney College Program. It is a paid internship experience for college students. Yeah, um, quote unquote. Well, I mean, we got paid. We got money. I had some money. Uh, <laughs> some is the little. Yeah. <laughs> but it is paid. Um, and students spend a semester of um, their one of their college years working and living essentially at Disney. And by living, I mean yes, you because you're at work all the time. So yeah, you're living there. Um, this started in 1981, so this year is the 40th anniversary of the Yay. college program. Wow, um, somebody would be like 58 if they were a freshman yeah. Yeah. the first time around? Ugh, yeah. Jesus. Okay. Um, this uh, started out because it started in 1981. It started you were, um, just working at Magic Kingdom. In 1982, it expanded to cover Epcot as well. Um, and so, yeah, it, went, it changed names, so Magic Kingdom College Program in 1981, when they included Epcot in 1982, it became the Walt Disney World College Program. In 2006, the program expanded to include Disneyland, and then became known as the Disney College Program. Okay. And has it since expanded to include Hawaii or any other tropical? No, it is still just Disney World and Disneyland. I'm just trying to measure, like, on my Saved by the Bell chart of how many different variations uh, I can, <laughs> you know, bring together here. So, Just Florida uh, and California right now. Just Florida and California. Okay, good to know. Um, first, uh, let's bring, let's uh, talk to Kayla, uh, returning guest. Uh, so, yay, cue applause, sound applause. Kayla. What attraction or restaurant or show or whatever you want, wherever you worked, where'd you work? How's that? That's a better way to ask that question. I worked in merchantainment. So I worked at Fantasyland, in Fantasyland, um, in merchandise at the Magic Kingdom. Okay. 
that is the weirdest portmanteau I've ever heard in my life. Merch, merchantainment. Yeah, put it together. Or if you separate it, then what is that compound word? Merch entertainment. The suffix in the. So what would what would that be a compound? I don't of? know. What two words make merchantainment? I'm, I'm assuming that it's merchandise and entertainment. Don't yeah, get we me make wrong, but fun. That, you know. The, <laughs> Good job. <laughs> okay. Again, varying opinions. Um, I made it fun. I had bubble guns out there. I had a, a four finger hand. It was fun. And what happened? You know, this is, a question, this is a question that I will bring up in just a minute. Um, let's bring on our other guest, Kim, new guest to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and I'm sorry that we're putting you through this bullshit. I really am. Who am I kidding? Okay. Um, <laughs> Kim, where did you? Kim not only uh, did the college program, but she uh, had the stupidity of staying on for an additional <laughs> five or six years. Uh, so uh, we've got a lot to to talk with Kim about. But Kim, where'd you get your start at with the college program? I started with Amanda at the Coral Reef Restaurant in Epcot. Okay, and did you have to wear that tacky ass vest that I've seen her? Sure did. Wear? And I I'm wish so this was sorry. on video because I still have one. Oh, you have one. Sure do. Because I wow. tried to get one off of so eBay. One. Take a picture and send it over to us. I'm sure we will put it up on Twitter. Yeah, so. Done. You got it. <laughs> I'll put it on. I'll hulk out of Excellent. it because it doesn't fit anymore. Now, um, you know, so you do not seem to have a portmanteau as a title. Uh, with, with your with your start to your college program, what what was what was the actual job title that you held uh, to start off? I think it was just front of house seater or like hostess, yeah, essentially. like full service food and bev beverage. Okay, yeah. so, so no fubev or job. some other no. random bullshit. <laughs> they just no. they, that, that they put it down together. like it was like um, FS full service and then F and B full service food and beverage. Um, we were not food house. maintainment. Got it. Not food not maintainment. Food. <laughs> not food maintainment. And That's I should point out that the reason why we are doing this episode is not only is this the 40th anniversary of the college program, this is the 10 year anniversary for the three of us since Woo-hoo! we did our program. There um, is no way that you <laughs> ladies have been uh, have gone ten years since you started. This. You all like look it. eighteen and lovely and wonderful, <laughs> and I just bought myself a hell of a lot of bonus points. Try didn't I? To get some bonus points. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nope. But we, Kayla and I, checked in August eighth of two thousand eleven. Kim, you checked in a few days later, didn't you? August eleventh. Yep. August eleventh. Well, should we like release part of this episode on August 11th instead or I mean no sure. I think we're, I think we're actually going to end up releasing it between I think it comes out August 9th Nice. Oh, okay. All right. So <laughs> that works. That works. That works. Just, just, just wanted to make sure that we were capturing everybody's happy media if you will. We are yeah, 10 years to the day essentially for for us. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Uh, and Amanda, you might as well list your, uh, your position as well. Uh, right. since, uh, even though kind of Kim spoiled the beans a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. That's how Kim and I met is we both worked coral reef at Epcot. Um, again, uh, front of the house cedar. I was probably at the podium more than I was actually seating. So. Okay. Uh, and was there a reason that you just didn't like, did you just not like walking? Uh, no, I loved, I was one of the few people that actually enjoyed working the podium. Nobody wanted to work the podium, but okay. I loved it and would trade 
in a heartbeat with anybody. We used to talk about it because... all the time. <laughs> her, like, come home and talk. I had the coding right? Like, things happened, and it was it was a lot, and I loved it. Okay, and is it because guests bitched at you, or is it because like you meet a random celebrity, like you know. all of the above? Like there was, it was always something going on. So yes, I did get um, bitched at by guests. Yes, celebrities came in quite often, and I would see them and kind of geek out over some of them. Um, but I also. At, on podium, we had to wear um, like headphones, like a headset, and we were in contact with our managers and the person who assigned the tables. Was it one um, of those things that looks like a curly cue back behind your ear? Kind of, yeah. Awesome. I've always wanted to wear one of those headsets, and, and only because it makes me <laughs> look like a, like a secret service agent or something. And it would clip um, on to my pants. I, I, I would be the fattest secret service agent ever, but that provides extra coverage for the president as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, I will say a little bit slower on on the dive, but depending on which manager was working, there was like hilarity on the headset, like at all times. Okay. Uh, Well, well, it's it's good to know that Disney tried to make it fun to, to work in said environment. Um, All right. So let's start off with, the easiest question that I'm going to throw you ladies. We'll start with Kim. What is the most beneficial thing that the college program did for y'all? Oh, um, (laughs) (laughs) by the way, Kim is just about as cynical as Bobby is. So this is going to be fun. No, I think, I mean, it's a combination because I stayed for five plus years afterwards. So just that the culmination of that whole experience has, definitely helped me into a number of other jobs like that experience carries over no matter what you did within Disney it's just the name that gets your foot in the door so I've gotten a lot of experiences after I left Disney that I probably wouldn't have gotten otherwise okay that's a so basically the resume building is, is yes to put it very okay and then listen there's no no shame in that by the way anything that you can do to pump up your resume in this day and age you need to take so i, I don't blame you whatsoever kayla same question what was the best thing that uh, the distant college program had to offer you um first of all it got me away from my family at home because i didn't go to school always my- always important so it was nice to like venture out, but also that was the the scariest thing was not knowing anybody. I met Amanda on Facebook and my other two roommates on Facebook. But other than that, I was scared shitless. I didn't know what I was getting into, but it made me a braver person. Okay. Now, what made you? Okay, I have a follow up here. What made you scared shitless about like going to to a Disney college program? Because here's here's how I say it. There's three things that would scare the shit out of me. A, the Disney nerd that is just like so nerdy about Disney that like, oh my God, I can't. I can't with that person. Um, so that, that's one thing that, that would scare me. Two, serial killer, obviously. Like, you know, I'm, all, I'm always scared of that, no matter the situation. You know, you can watch all those documentaries on Netflix. They'll tell you it can be anybody, apparently. Um, and three, obviously, yes, the the whole, you know, being away from home and just being in a different environment. But, you know, that that to me is part of the excitement instead of one of the, the, the fears, I guess. So, uh, but that's, a, again, a personal opinion. So what, what would you say uh, kind of freaked you out the most? Um, I just think that I was so far away and I, if I needed something money wise, like I knew I wasn't going to get paid more than $9 an hour. It was minimum wage. Also, um, 
Oh, I just had it and I forgot what it was. I don't remember what it was. Gosh darn it, Bobby. I black I I spaced out. There was another reason why. Um That's okay. That's okay. We can, you know, you, listen, we can always edit that part. Yeah. And I forgot. Um Amanda, same question. So I think I gained a lot of self-confidence on this. Like Kayla, this is my really my first time away from home. I also went to college um, in the same town that I grew up in. And I lived at home during that time. So this was the first chance that I really had to, to get away and be in a place where I literally knew no one. Because, yeah. um, again, I had met Kayla on Facebook. I didn't meet Kim until we started working together. Um, but then in addition, and I'm going to get a little sappy here. Um, in addition, it got me great friendships. Like I've been friends with Kayla and Kim for 10 years. Um, such good friends to where both of these ladies were in our wedding. Um, Kayla was matron of honor. Kim was bridesmaid. Um, so self-confidence and some really long lasting friendships. Okay. Well, that's a good, I guess all of that is, is positive. And as you know, well, with me, I always love to go with the negative. Um, Let's, let's circle back to Kim here in just a second. She's going to have more, far more stories. uh, And, uh, you know, so let's see here. Um, Kayla. What was the most negative experience that you had as a cast member with a customer or a guest? Me or Kim? Yeah. You're circling back. Oh, I'm going to circle back to Kim because she has probably more stories. So, you know, let's start with with you, Kayla. Oh, gosh. I dealt with so many people, but um, I think most of the time it was just when something wasn't on sale or the wrong price and they would come at me about it. Um, also I had to give away some magical moments here and there. And if somebody uh, saw somebody getting one and I didn't give them a free shirt or something, then other people would get pissy about it. So just dealing with the grumpy guests, especially, and even the, the language barrier was a challenge for me. Um, there were several times I didn't know what the hell anybody was saying. Um, so yeah, that was hard. Okay. And, and so, <laughs> Can can we reveal which uh, specific shop that you uh, you worked at, or do you want to keep that uh, on the secret side? Um, no, it's fine. I worked at all the shops in Fantasyland. So I worked at um, uh, Castle Couture. I worked at Philhar Magic. Um, I worked at all of them, all the ones um, Winnie the Pooh. Um, some of the carts outside in the heat. I worked at those. Hmm. Okay, and this is um, the, the I guess the final follow up question because you had started it uh, started me down this path a little bit earlier. The four finger gloves. The hell happened to the pinky? Uh, I ask ask Mickey uh, Mickey. I don't know. It's his hand. I'm assuming, by the way, that it is the pinky because the way that I. I projected out is that one of them has to be the ring finger. Yeah. One, one of them has to be the index finger. The pinky is like the most useless of the fingers, uh, if I'm being honest with you, but also like, 
I could see Walt Disney kind of being like, you know what? Um, maybe maybe uh, maybe we don't have a middle finger in there for, for utilization by Mickey. There's a reason you should Google that. If I would have known, I would have had it prepared. But there's a reason why he didn't have that on there. Mm, okay, I'm I'm just always seeking certain answers. You know, so it's always good to follow up with with stuff like that. Um, Kim. Hi, I'm back. You are back. You disappeared on us for a second. There was a lot of IT shit going on in the background that I feel like I covered tremendously uh, as a host. (laughs) Kim, what was during, just during the college portion of your employment there? Mm -hmm. What was the single worst experience that you had uh, with a guest? Um. Oh, I got yelled at so many times. It's hard to pinpoint <laughs> just one. Um, I mean, probably on any of the days that Amanda and I didn't work together, and I couldn't pawn off the podium to her, um, I would take the brunt of that um, negative interaction from the guests. So it's okay. And how many times did you hear the phrase "I've spent so much fucking money here that oh, yeah. you know you people owe me"? Yeah, and that I've ruined their vacation or their right. whole life. Yeah. Right. Um, probably like an average of 10 a year, maybe. That's that it? on the low side. I know, I know. To that I extreme, really I feel heard, like that number should be like like 10 a week. Uh, and, you know. I just got better at ending the conversation before we got to that point. Slash just walking away when I could. Okay, so developing customer service skills. That, that's oh, important I'm to so know. I'm so good at that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've had to, to do that myself over over the years, and God knows I want to snap and just say, uh, you know, screw off to plenty of people. Um, and that's when they're uncomfortable, and I have them uh, with leverage. Uh, so, you know, that's that's. I know that seems terrible and everything like that, but eh, it's uh, it's also like I don't like getting yelled at uh, for something I didn't do. So, um, Amanda, time to start sharing. What was the yeah. worst uh, experience that you had? So I think the the one that really sticks out is this large party came in one night and they had reservations. It was, I mean, when I say large party, I mean, there was like, I think the reservation was for like 22 people. Um, and they ended up adding like an extra person well, when they I'm got sorry. there. Quick, quick, um, quick, quick interjection. Were they all wearing matching shirts? No, they were not. Jesus Christ, I'm <laughs> sick and tired of those people. Good they Lord. were not. If you, can't t- if you can't tell who your travel party is without wearing a matching shirt, just don't go. We just actually don't go. worked there before the whole matching shirt trend really took off. So really the only people that we saw in like the matching shirts were like the Brazilian tourers. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so in this day and age of wokeness, uh, I'm, I'm going to say that not all Brazilian tour groups uh, were the worst, but I have heard this many, many a time that all Brazilian tour guides or tour, uh, tour groups were the absolute worst. Okay. So in the most non-racist way, can you tell me exactly what made them the worst? Wow, the entitlement. That, that's a question for all three. I mean, you know. The entitlement. Mm-hmm. The entitlement? Yeah. Really? Um, we actually had a group come in. Um, it was lunch lunchtime, which lunch at table service restaurants 
you're more able to accommodate walk-ins at sure. lunch than you are at dinner. So tip for those of you traveling to Disney. Um, however, large groups still make a reservation. And we had a group come in um, and they um, did not have a reservation for lunch. And there was, again, it was a large group. I think about 20 people. We couldn't accommodate that. And they got super angry about that. And there was also the language barrier, the fact that they were speaking Portuguese. So it was really, really difficult to try and communicate to them. You know, they needed a reservation. Luckily, we had someone on staff who spoke Portuguese. Um, so they were able to come up and translate. Because, you know, that's so such a common language spoken in America. So, uh, Well, know. I mean, keep in mind, like, Disney, you know, has cast members from all over the world. Certainly. So you're Certainly. going to find someone who can speak your language. There will be someone there who can speak your language. And one of our servers spoke Portuguese, so we brought her up to translate but yeah they were they thought they could just walk in and get tables at lunch with a group of 20 and no reservation and that just wasn't happening and they were really mad about it okay so it just sounds like when i hear the word entitlement and associated with the country i I typically hear it about our own so that that's why the the entitlement Word kind of struck me as odd, but um, Kim, Kayla, would you would you say that that's also the 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 biggest thing, or would you describe it as something else? Um, yeah, I would agree with Amanda for sure. Okay. Um, there- this, by the way, can apply to any tour group of any any. Uh, country of origin. So let, let's let's just this is advice to all of you people who are yeah. going out as a giant group. Maybe don't act like this. How's that? They were also really loud. Uh, yes, that's what I said. Loud. <laughs> I always think about the cheerleading group. So cheer- I yeah. would take the Brazilians over the cheerleaders any day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The group could get really yeah. bad too. Yeah. Well, apparently, yeah. Disney gave up the the whole cheerleading competition thing. Uh, that that gets filmed every year or whatever. So maybe they can phase out, you know, the the All Star Sports Resort as a res- result uh, of that. But also getting rid of the cheerleaders, yeah, huge, huge be- benefit to the other guests. I would say. Um, all right, so let, let's talk about living arrangements and compensation and and all all of that kind of stuff. Um, this is my outsider impression of the the college program as a whole. They pay you minimum wage, but they take about half of it back for room, board, and that's about it. At which point you're left with about $4 an hour to go pay for food. And after paying, you know, three of that towards food and everything like that, you're basically left with like a dollar per hour worked to go spend on yourself. Would you say that that is an accurate assessment or, or an inaccurate assessment uh, as, as I've, I've foretold it? Pretty accurate. accurate. <laughs> yep. And yet every time I bring this up with Amanda, she thinks that she calls me a, a, an asshole for calling it indentured servitude. It's, you literally make a dollar an hour, basically, after it's all said and done. I mean... And I don't know no. about Kim and Amanda, but my dollar went back to Disney for souvenirs. Yeah, so same. I, oh, yeah. Every paycheck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I owed them money still. Yeah. Wow. Thank you guys. Why did I owe money for me? 
that they pay. <laughs> yeah. Just keep in mind. So with Disney, um, you had all these like cast member only stores that are backstage. Okay. Plus, we got discounts, cast member discounts on merchandise and anything really. Hotels, restaurants, merchandise. So there's a sure, lot sure. of incentive there to take the money that we did make and turn right around mm-hmm. and give it back to them in the form of, hey, let me let me go to a cast member store and buy something because you know they would have a cast member store that was literally um, like people that had returned things. Um, and this could be if you return something and it's unopened and you just decide like you bought it and you just like kind of got buyer's remorse, it doesn't go back on the shelf. It gets sent to the cast store so that we can buy it at, a, at like 70% off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that time that you bought a baby Groot on our honeymoon and then had buyer's remorse over it <laughs> as we were walking out the park. It was the cast member got it for 70% off. Yeah. Wow. So. Um, the, the, I mean, so I've whoever that cast member is, you're welcome. Yeah, for, for I that. bought my parents um, the like the monorail set, the castle, and um, the train set. Like, oh, you mean the one that you put underneath the tree for Christmas? Yeah, time? like yeah. I got those things. Like those things retail for like eighty to a hundred bucks. I think I spent forty for both the monorail and the train. Yep, same. Um, we could get ears. Like, so if anybody, like, if you bought a pair of ears that you had embroidered and they messed up or you lost them, it got sent there. Lost and found items that weren't reclaimed after a certain amount of time got sent to this store. Like, I bought so many pairs of sunglasses for, like, 50 cents each. Do you know how jealous <laughs> I am right, uh, right now? I mean, I'm talking, like, the sunglasses that were selling in the stores for, like, 20 bucks. They, would even, oh, no. they were even like Oakley's too sometimes. They would find them yeah. and walk them yeah. down you, you at did, Typhoon Lagoon or something and bring them in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could get some nice sunglasses. Because um, again, lost and found stuff, they keep it for a certain amount of time and then if it goes unclaimed, it gets sent over to the store. You get more money off That's what I should have done instead of <laughs> going to- like- <laughs> Instead of going out and buying a new pair of sunglasses like yeah. I did, I should have just gone to Lost and Found and said, "Hey, listen, I lost this pair of uh, you know super fucking expensive sunglasses. Um, you know, there. here's my contact number. Call me when you find them, and then yeah. see if something shows up in six weeks. It's Maybe that happens." There, but nice. I mean, they have like all this stuff that we could go and turn around and spend you know the money that we earned, give it right back to them. And most of us did without hesitation. Mm-hmm. This is part of the problem, I think. But the, I'll, uh, I'll, yeah, I'm looking Several at your wall of ears over here. <laughs> <laughs> that wall haunts me. It's like the one wall in this house that like haunts the. Bejesus How the collection me. started, by the way, is because I figured I could, yeah, I figured. I could buy them really cheaply. <laughs> well, on, on that same ago. sort of subject. Uh, what's the most batshit crazy souvenir that you bought as a cast member, Kim? Stop starting with me. Um, what did I buy? Um, you know what? That's fair. Kayla, let's do... Uh, <laughs> I'll give you a minute to think. <laughs> Kayla, you. Uh, you know, what, what's the most batshit crazy souvenir that you got? I don't know. I was in there all the time buying shit. All the time. 
I bought shirts, um, but I, I think I think a goofy hat probably was, and that's not even crazy. No, that's not. Th- now, if you had said that you bought the goofy mascot costume, um, like that would be a whole different story. Because I want to know what happens to those things once they finally like just get too sweaty to like trot out into the parks and everything sure like that. Yeah, 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 friend of blah blah blah. I don't care. Um, but I'm sure know, they I'm, go back to costuming. Yeah, but do like get do they get destroyed? Actually, Probably. you know what I bought? I bought a cruise line chair. A chair. That's from, right, you did from the cruise line. Lounges. Yes, and I still have them. So yeah, I never got about them. Yeah. You bought a chair. Okay. From the cruise <laughs> line. From the cruise Two of them. Well, at least it's a matching set, and it's not just a you know you're not going for the. At least you bought one for you and Ryan, not just you, right? Yes. It's not just the eclectic look, you know, the the of decor. No. Um, Amanda, dare I ask, what's the batshit craziest souvenir that you purchased? Um, those blue and pink plates and greenish teal bowls that are in our kitchen came from. <laughs> Okay, so um, those what I'm eating dinner Disney. off of uh, yep, is from yep, Disney. Okay, from cool. Disney. They're returned from Disney. No, those weren't. Those were oh, used were. in um, a restaurant that got that went through like a remodel or whatever. Um, so the were they from Cast Connection then? Cast Connection, yeah. Um, I almost got a washer and dryer. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Why? Well, this is right before I was coming back home and I knew I was gonna need a washer and dryer. Okay. And they were like it was like twenty and thirty bucks each. And you know, they were still like they were in good condition. Yeah. But yeah. The okay. things you could find at Cast Connection to buy, who you could find because that was stuff like from the resorts and the parks when things got re remodeled the old they, stuff would go there one of the coolest things i saw was a stunt bike um that they yeah. used like the stunt shows um we saw a pop my dad and my dad was like if we'd still had the our family business he would have bought it it was one of the popcorn machines but it looked like uh, maurice's uh, oh. invention for beauty and the beast because right when they were rolling out like the whole new fantasy land yeah. stuff so yeah that would cool we really wanted that <laughs> Cool. Okay. Kim, I punted as far as I could. I, um, I just feel like I made a lot of dumb purchases. Not so much crazy ones, but just like the amount of no, stuff I'll take that the I dumb ones too. Don't have anymore. It's just like I just threw so much money away by all the shit that I bought over the years, and like I bought this one sweater, and this is not that shit crazy, but like it was ugly and it wasn't like a funny ugly it was just ugly but i was like oh look how cute it is it has little mickey mouse things on it and it's like not sequined but like little like studs and like my sister bought one too we're like this is gonna be so cute i have never worn it i kept it for three years because i was like i will wear it next christmas i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and i never did so i'm like why did i spend 30 dollars on this stupid sweater that i never bought i was like i just so got caught if up if you in the spent whirlwind. 30 dollars, that means it was retailing for a hundred probably Probably. <laughs> Who the hell buys the? I want to see. You'd be surprised. 
my best purchase was a heli hansen thing because like that stuff is like three and four hundred bucks but i got it for like under a hundred dollars oh, for yeah. a nice jacket so that was i have a I medium birth, birth, but I got it. yeah okay um <laughs> All right, so when it comes to the living situation when it, with the college program, um, so the, my impression uh, of it, and again, this is just the outsider's view, is that it was some sort of combination of Saved by the Bell where they went to work at that resort for like you know a six-week run or something like that with the guy that played Pumbaa uh, as the manager in charge, um, and the college years of Saved by the Bell. Uh, would that be an accurate statement? Would that be an inaccurate statement? How, how would you describe the living situation? Jersey Shore. Yeah. Jersey Probably, Shore. depending on which complex like, you're at. Working at the ice cream shop and coming home and... <laughs> so Lots of hair gel and fist pumping was there? Is yeah. That- oh, God, probably, yeah. Probably not. No. I, <laughs> I mean... So... I mean, keep in mind, you have a bunch of college kids on their, really on their own for the first time, most of us. Um, there were four apartment complexes. Um, Kayla and I, when we started, we lived in Chatham Square, um, which was one of the newer ones at the time. Um, Kim lived at Vista Way, which was the oldest um and had the worst reputation <laughs> of the four complexes yeah you're warned um, like not to go in the pool there yeah the, the pool they, they ended up commenting over the hot tub okay um, so all right let's just get this out of the way then because i have this question that's been burning if you will not unlike gonorrhea um if <laughs> what's the worst STD that any one of your friends or acquaintances even may or may not have contracted either because of uh, directly or indirectly that hot tub. I'm not well versed in STDs, thankfully. Um, (laughs) But um, (laughs) probably for the best. Babies wouldn't count, but that's still disgusting, right? Like I don't know. Certainly, it's a consequence. There's a pregnancy. Okay, (laughs) yeah, like scabies. There's a massive outbreak at one point that was like, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. Okay, so Um, scabies and babies. Gotcha. Yeah, there were some pregnancies (laughs) to be had. (laughs) That's a magical pregnancy, though. Look at that. Um, I mean, let me tell you. Listen, I don't know. Uh, honestly, Kayla, I'm don't, take no offense to this. You've been pregnant basically ever since I've known you. So, yeah. like, uh, like I'm surprised that you weren't also <laughs> pregnant then, but also married with to Ryan well, and everything like that. I'm, I'm not saying that you were out of wedlock or anything. Uh, uh, that's not what I'm. I'm just saying I'm surprised that you weren't perpetually pregnant. Uh, <laughs> I guess is what I'm getting at. Um, like literally the first time that I saw her okay, not she did pregnant. this party before her and Ryan got married so yeah, I'm just saying you know the, the first time I think I saw her not pregnant was when she visited us you know a couple weeks ago here so no I take that back the first time I met you you weren't pregnant you had you did just had Molly so you, uh, you just had the yeah first that's time. right you did meet her right after she had Molly yeah, yeah. 
so all right, fine. Twice, twice I've seen you <laughs> when you're not pregnant. Um, okay, Amanda, come on, give me some know. good stuff here. I mean, you have to understand. Like, I did not. I kind of kept out of everything going on over at Vista. I didn't live there. I didn't. But no rumors about syphilis. No mm-hmm. rumor. Well, uh, I mean, I think I heard Phyllis? some rumors about about gonorrhea going around. There we go. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I don't know anybody personally who got one, at least that you know, they announced. Anyway. This is really too PG rated. Uh, um, we're going to have to mix this up. Somehow. <laughs> I mean, again, I lived, I didn't live there. I lived in the, the quiet or of the complexes. I mean, we got right, drunk. So, that was it. Okay. All right. Here we go. We can start. We can work with that. Oh with God! That. This was two thousand what eleven that that we yeah. were down there. Um, that was the high point, point, if I'm not mistaken, of the Four Loco. Kim and I had roommates who would pregame with Four Loco before going out. <laughs> Did they ever buy the off-brand Kirkland version of Five Loco? No. Okay. Just checking. they stuck with the real stuff. They stuck with the real stuff, probably for the best. You know, if you want your heart to explode, you want it to explode because of that. Uh, so, out of the three of you, who drank the who drank the most out of the three of you? Let, let, let's see where that question lies. I'm going to go ahead and say it was not my wife. Um, the, probably Kim. Raising her hand well, here. I'll admit there's that. A, there is a stint where Amanda and I didn't hang out often. And I hung out with my roommate's ex-boyfriend, and we drank. Oh, there was some drama with that one too. Quite a bit across, and his he lived across the hallway, and I hung out. He and I ended up being like really good friends, and we didn't date, no, but we drank a lot together. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And as long as Amanda, you know, backs you up, and I don't think you're going to have any issues with it with anybody or anything like that. So, you know, we we won't judge if you did or you didn't. Who cares? It's ten years ago. Um, let's see here. Because drinking often will lead to a mistake or two. What's the dumbest thing that you did as a result of your residency uh, during the Disney College program? Give it to Kim, I think. <laughs> Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't trying to call anyone okay. out in particular. No, 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 I want some. Fine. I want all of the stories. Pam so. was the only one of the three of us who was single during the program. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I was a prude, guys. I'm still boring. Um, well, I mean, but... you and I would just hang out, and watch Big Bang Theory. So there's that. Oh, yeah. um, uh, let me see what for I. Clarification: but... Which Big Bang Theory? The the TV show or the, the TV porn? show? Okay, just checking. Um. I will say that my dumbest thing was being in a relationship on the college program. I see. And is that because you wanted to hook up with so many Floridians? No, that's because or... the guy I was dating was an asshole. Mm-hmm. Who I should have dumped before I left for the college program. Okay. But there we go. I mean, I don't know if you guys... <laughs> that's probably the dumbest we were out for them. For those of you listening at home, she's holding up a picture of what appears to be her (gasps) standing in pink yoga pants on top of two people, one of whom is dressed in a unitard uh, full of red. I don't know what the other person is wearing. 
it looks like just a polo. But it also looks like he's got a, a cat on top of him. Yeah. Who is that? Jordan and his roommate. Is Jordan in the morph suit? Yes. Oh my god. He stayed in the morph suit. So that morph suit, y'all. That guy is Ryan. Not my Ryan, but his roommate Ryan. Okay. That morph suit provided puns of of memorable laughter. <laughs> yeah. Which if you don't remember, it was basically like the T Rex costume of today back in two thousand eleven. Like it was the popular thing to do. Uh, if you wanted to attract attention for yourself, uh, specifically if you uh, wore one that was a highlighter color, that that got you the most attention, like the lime green. Didn't he have a green one? Uh, um, Jordan? Yeah. No, he just had red. I feel like somebody had a green one. Who knew? Somebody probably did. <laughs> Okay. Is do you ladies have any horror stories, or not horror stories, uh, but horror stories about um, uh, living uh, in this kind of environment? I mean, there was this place called Alligator Alley. I don't know if either of y'all oh, ever went God. there. It was this real like country, just trash dance oh, bar, and like yes, I remember, yeah. Eh. I went there more than once, which that was a huge mistake. Going once was a mistake. Going. A number of times after that was. Is just, it off of Highway 192? Probably, yeah. I honestly. Yeah, because that's where like all of our sponsors come from. So, yeah, <laughs> Sounds like, about right. Alligator Alley, y'all. <laughs> yeah, that place was trash. <laughs> oh God, so, I forgot about that place. Yeah, by proxy, living close to 192, like you're just surrounded by these super touristy or grungy, just like hole in the wall, but not like excited i don't i don't know where i'm going with that i'm gonna stop um no no yeah. you're you're you've gone you, you, you i was setting myself up really it. poorly no, um so. 192 is the worst guys so i'm just worse. letting you know it's awful like don't don't go there unless you like have to like get around traffic or something like that I, i'm a fan of breaking out i don't of even know if you bubble. use that to get around traffic anymore i wouldn't advise that it's nope. about as traffic is anywhere I, else I'm, I'm all for breaking out of the disney bubble i'm also for utilizing i4 and not 192 in any way shape or form because uh, that is the worst highway in america like just and every person who has lived in orlando is mad at you for saying to use i4 <laughs> Whatever. I don't think there's any roads that are like safe traffic there anymore. Yeah. Listen, uh, what what I'm most concerned about is like I any place that has like more than one psychic per mile is kind of like just a messed up area to me. Uh, And and listen, Madam Claire and and her sponsorship was lovely and everything like that, but she basically only paid us twenty dollars to say her name, and I got one good pun out of it. So, you know, that's that's it. she. See, I don't know if you ladies knew this or not. She was a um, a psychic who also, uh, on occasion, could speak to the dead, which of course made her medium rare. Um, <laughs> yeah, there it is. I got some jokes. Um, no, but ser- seriously, like if you just as a general rule, avoid it, avoid it like the plague. So, uh, unless you love kitschy touristy shit, like, and I don't, I'm over the, that, all that stuff, especially living down here now. So, um, okay. We've got a few minutes left here before we start to, to wrap up. And I do want to leave, carve myself out 
my own little time uh, here for my own proposal to restructure the co- college program. So would you say, let's start with, with Kayla so that I don't always pick on Kim to go first. <laughs> um, Kayla, would you say that the overall experience was worth it, was not worth it, was beneficial to you in your career? Um, you know, this is your opportunity to opine, if you will, uh, on the experience as a whole. I think it's 100% worth it. Um, even the bad, I always say it's the worst and best experience of my life. Um, I hated working the 1am shifts and then, but I loved coming home to Amanda eating Chick-fil-A because she had a terrible day or like partying. How the hell did she get Chick-fil-A at one o'clock in the morning? That's what I want to know. No, well, she would come home and stay in general. It was, it was amazing. I made so many memories and going to the parks for free whenever I wanted just to go ride one ride at night was just something you can't, you can't put a price tag on it. Yes, you can. It's eight hundred and ninety-five dollars for a manual pass oh for a resident. <laughs> is that what it is now? Yeah. <laughs> we think we don't know. Angel yeah, when when, when, yeah. when they come back, we'll know for sure. But you know, oh, right. yes, you actually can put a price tag on it. So you and know. it is hefty. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All magic um, comes with a price. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, let's go with Kim. Let's um, let you upon and listen. Uh, you're you're the one that's kind of in my corner on this. I need you to be like a little bit negative on this. I I want to help you, but I would do it all over again. And I would I don't you? Know that I, yeah, I mean, I got paid shit money. I did not love my job, but I made great friends. Like Kayla said, I have fantastic <laughs> memories. I mean, I stayed for five years. I obviously didn't hate it. Like I got sucked in to that magic bubble shit so hard um but yeah i mean there's definitely room for improvement in that program like there's so many ways that they could improve upon just the experience and um how they treat their college program people but overall i would recommend it anybody that is even remotely interested i would absolutely say should do it okay Last but not least, the love of my life. Go ahead and just uh, knock it out of the park and 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 speak away. Go. Right, the floor is yours. I, in a heartbeat, would do it all over again. Of course you um, would. <laughs> so disappointed. It was one of the best experiences of my life. Um, there are things that would change, um, but. Overall, I, again, just the friendships that I've made, I'm still not only am I in touch with Kayla and Kim, I mean, I have friends all over the world, pretty much. I've got a couple of friends in Puerto Rico. I've got two friends in Australia um, that I would have never have met had it not been for this program. Um, you know, just the things it did for me personally, as far as building that self-confidence, helping me become more independent. The fact that it literally made a dream of mine that I've had since a kid come true. That you know, anybody who's listened to anything I've said, I knew at nine years old, I wanted to work for Disney. 
Yeah, so and did I, I and that. I wanted to drive the monorail, and like I realized that was not a very viable career option. Well, so, that actually used to be a CP position, excuse me, college program position. <laughs> yeah, I told them on the front end that like they were not allowed to use acronyms. I slipped into it, I'm sorry. You know, the, um, and the reason is because eventually these people will start talking like they're just reading alphabet soup. Yeah, Kayla and I still texted. Just awful, awful. abbreviation. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, driving the monorail used to be a college program position before. And I would demand that they would bring the uh, the kids thing back where they get, the kids get to ride up in the front. Yeah. I mean, I see why they, they don't anymore, but I really wish they would get back to that. That was cool. I really wish. Because that was a cool experience as a kid. Yeah, it was. You guys, yeah, you, it was. you guys did it? I did. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Got the little. Why like, do you think I wanted license, to drive the monorail? Pilot license. Awesome. I think I still have mine somewhere around here. Not my favorite was every now and then we'd be like, "Hey, can we get in the very backpack and like just watch, watch it out?" Because you know the both ends of it are reversible or whatever. So yeah. there was no no controls were on or anything like that. But yeah, you could sit at the pilot station and like yeah, play like you're fucking around with it. It's great. <laughs> uh, you know, it only happened a couple times and then it got taken away. So you know, stupid car accidents. God. Okay, so the consensus is amongst the three people who have actually experienced this program that it is a worthwhile overall experience, which, you know, it bodes well for the college program as a whole. Still have not convinced me that it is not some sort of indentured servitude, and that's unfortunate on your end. So instead, what I'm proposing to you is is this. Amanda has often said that because she um, loved that experience so much and like any sort of changes to the program would just kind of take that experience away from her. I don't want to. Instead, what I would want to do is reclassify the entire college program as it stands right now and call it something completely different, but only go to like 18 to 25 year olds who are like, maybe they're in college, maybe they're drifters. I don't know. But somebody who wants to like get it, just get a job. Make like just removing college program uh, college entirely from the equation and letting people who just want to work at Disney work at Disney. And the reason why I say that is because some of the people that I know that went and did the college program, I had a couple of fraternity brothers do it, they were literally just going there to get drunk in Florida. And that's it. Sounds right. They had zero interest in adding to their academic experience. They were lifeguards. For God's sake, like, how do, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that that's one of the jobs that you can do on the college program. Yeah. So, like, what? <laughs> how, how does that, like, relate to, to, like, a career unless your career is fucking, you know, lifeguarding? And if that's your well, career, Jesus Christ, I mean, like, I feel bad for you. My roommate, Tiffany, Tiffany was um, a lifeguard and she was going to school to be a nurse. So that's why they put her there. And she was a lifeguard back at home so it was fitting that that's the thing with the lifeguard like there are certain roles that you have to have some prerequisites for like they're not just gonna put anybody i'm sorry what was that word yeah you know me prereq prerequisites is what you were trying to say um they're not just gonna put anybody in like a lifeguarding position because you do need to know like cpr yeah yeah we all save lives i was a lifeguard for a while too my record for drinking beers on the job is 17 so uh, um so there's just certain positions that not just anybody on the college program can have um entertainment 
um, positions. Um, a lot of those you had to go through an audition process. Okay. So this is this is where I'm taking a, I'm, I'm taking parts and bits of it. Okay. Um, however, um, nothing against your uh, your merch attainment. Merchantainment? Merchantainment. Merchantainment. That portmanteau. Uh, but like, wouldn't that be better served to somebody who was like just needing a job instead of somebody who was going to college and trying to get college credit? Well, I was going to school to be a teacher, so they put me there because I was going to be a teacher and I could be with kids all the, all the time. I see. Okay. So this is why I would reclassify the, this whole thing. When I think of college type professions and everything like that, I think of, you know, certainly the hotel management side of things. That's something that that should be like parsed out for somebody who's going to school for hospitality management, a law uh, internship, somebody who's pre-law would certainly benefit a a student that was, was going there and wanted to work for Disney. Um, Someone who, uh, was looking to get into marketing or into sales or into any of that kind of stuff. Boy, howdy, wouldn't it be nice if they could uh, work the phones and learn how to, to so deal with irate customers ahead of time. You are actually bringing up stuff that exists. I know that. But I'm also <laughs> talking about getting some of those other jobs off of the backs of those people okay. and making it more restrictive of a program, if I'm being honest with you. Well, that's what and, the, the positions that you're describing are professional internships, and they are correct. very restrictive. Correct. And that's what I think a college program should be, is restrictive and like more difficult to, to get into and actually truly benefit the career. Uh, you know, Both Amanda and Kayla are, are teachers. I would have loved to have seen like a position open up and i'm sure this exists on some level but you go to the to the seas pavilion with nemo and friends it would be awesome to see like two or three cast members who were standing in front of the aquarium ready to explain at a moment's notice the 75 different varieties of fish and all that that kind of shit that are in the, the aquarium this dolphin's name is is Zippy or whatever the hell their names are or whatever. This fat-ass manatee over here, yeah, he got hit with a boat. Uh, you know why? Because they're fucking fat and lazy and won't get out of the way. Uh, I know that they're treasures in the state of Florida. Whatever. You know, still, swim faster. I mean, come on. You know, get out of the way of boats. Um, <laughs> and that's a them problem. There, it's a them problem, Ken. They're not built for it. <laughs> Well, okay, maybe the manatee's name is Zippy now, you know, because it's so it's an, I'd be like calling me tiny, I guess. Um, but but point being is that like that would be a great way to help introduce the two of you guys to public speaking, to memorizing kind of a lesson plan, to, to actually educating kids who might have questions about fish and all sorts of other marine uh, life that are in there. So I would love to see like if somebody is a, an education uh, major positions become available that are more specifically related to what your major is. And like, you actually have to go through an application process. that's a lot more rigorous instead of Disney. And this is the reason why, because I see Disney as looking for the cheapest way of, uh, of paying off labor. Kim, can you verify this for me or, or, or no? So, yes, but to add, (laughs) no, I have thoughts. Um, So, like Amanda mentioned, professional internships do exist. And that is definitely a more tailored program for a specific, like, subset of skills or focus area of what you're studying. Whereas the college program is absolutely, yes, cheap labor. That is the end game of it. But from a 
CP slash college program um, participant, it is more so about just gaining experience. Like you're working at a world renowned company. You are learning ridiculous amounts of customer service. Like that is going to carry over into any job that you're ever going to have in your life. Like it teaches you how to approach difficult situations, how to handle tough customers or like whoever you're dealing with tough kids, kids can be assholes too. Um, Oh yes, they can. It builds patience. It built me the thickest skin I could have ever asked for. Like I am definitely more of a cynic now than I was 10 years ago before I started the program, but it built me a thick skin. It gave me just the tools that I could use that they just translate across different areas of life. And so I don't think it was the college program itself is not meant to be a specific like career builder. It is. And, and I, I think that that's where, uh, where I get lost in the weeds a little bit on it is that if Disney wants a cheap labor force, open it up to, to people who are in technical school as well. Open it up to people who do. are, I think they do. I'm sure they, they do. But um, I guess my point is, is that advertise it more, uh, open it up to people who maybe aren't go, going to college, but are of college age uh, or something like that. Somebody who just dropped out and needs a job and is struggling to like, you know, get, a place to live and that that kind of thing. That would be the perfect solution to to somebody in those kinds of circumstances because they're younger, they're they're learning how to 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 become an adult and everything like that. The reason why that's very important to me is that I would call this the Disney DNA program or the Disney New Adults program. Huh? Huh? <laughs> there it is. Embedding that DNA in, in them from early adulthood, which also kind of sounds rapey now that I say it out loud, but still. Um, it's out there now. Yeah. I'm let that sit there for just a second more. Okay. So how are you going to come back from that? <sighs> not well. Not well. But I will point out that everything up until that moment... <laughs> <laughs> it was a very valid point. And I, and like I said, I, it really is just like a, maybe it's just a matter of semantics. The way that I'm describing the, the college program that I would want is what you guys are saying is the, in, the professional internship program. Maybe call it that and then maybe call the college program something different, but don't take away the experience that y'all had. Because I, I completely agree with you. The customer service skills, it's something that is severely lacking in this day and age and people need to learn a lot more of them. Uh, so, I'm all for getting. I think I learned uh, more about how to deal with angry parents from this college yeah. program than I did in school for being a teacher. Well, that just means that you're good at your job, honey. I mean, you know. It also means that I dealt with angry people on a daily basis. Here, I, I was trying. I was trying <laughs> to give you a compliment. Fine, and don't I take it. I appreciate that, and I, yeah. I do appreciate that. But Disney uh, had a lot. Like Kim said, I I got a bit of a thicker skin, yeah, because of this. And and I think that everybody who's of the age of eighteen to twenty five should be able to oh, yeah. uh, to grow grow that thick skin as well, whether or not they are attending a university or not. That's the only reason why I put it out there like that is because I want that college program to actually be about your college major. And have no, it be, I do agree yeah. with you on one point. What's that? Advertisement more. Yeah. Um, I didn't hear about it through my school. I heard about it somewhere else, but it wasn't through my college. Um, I know that they had campus reps, but that program ended not long after our we finished up our program. They ended the campus rep program. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what they're doing now to get the word out on college campuses. But... Oh, I'm sure that it's pretty widely known for, especially amongst Disney fans. Like yeah. a lot of the, the people who are starting to have that, the kind of college age, um, and and now you're getting into the point where alumni have are starting to have kids that are reaching, you know, that age. So it is becoming just, you know, if you have a parent who did the college program, generational, right. yeah, a yeah. generational thing. But I mean, again, I didn't learn about it through my school. I learned I, about it elsewhere. I asked a cast member when I was at Disney. I said, "Why does your name tag have a university on it?" And he said, "Why well, did the college program?" And I said. Oh, and I was like 16. And I, yeah, yeah I was in high school, I think, when I learned about it. I, I learned about it in college, and I actually did consider applying, believe it or not. I also thought that, it, like I said, that that original, like looking over the documentation of it and everything was like, oh, I make no money. What's the point of me going here? My dad's just going to yell at me because I'm going to do nothing but borrow money from him. So yeah, there wasn't a point to, <laughs> to me doing I would have to pick up so many extra hours to just make it sort of worth my while uh, to go down there for one. For another, I like I said, unless I got like the one specific, you know, I, at the time I was going to school for hospitality, um, you know, I actually did kind of have a, a little bit of a dream to, to go work at one of these resorts and run one of these resorts. Uh, and unless I actually got that opportunity and like it was definitive, yep, I got that one. I wasn't going to go and they couldn't guarantee that kind of thing uh, in any way, shape or form. Basically you got down there and, it, my other option no. was working in quick service and or janitor shit, and I'm not doing so, that. The application process, like you, they gave you the list of jobs, and you pick like your top three. Three, mm-hmm. um, and yes, you put them I in was the specifically order. relating them towards my major. So the the ones yeah. that I had were were food but service like, uh, and and hotel. Front desk, uh, front desk shit, was no. one. Mm-hmm. Um, full service. Food and beverage, which is your table service, restaurants, quick service, food and beverage, um, you know, custodial, merchandise. Um, like and I'm sure there merch was merch like, Yeah. Well, I actually said merchandise only. <laughs> you had to go um, to merchandise. Um, but, you know, and there were a couple of others, but you actually picked like your top three and they would put you in one of those three. And I mean, I didn't get my top choice, but I did get my second choice. So I got my top choice. <laughs> See, I wanted front desk. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Kayla, did you get your first choice or no? No, I, I wanted the Bibbidi Boppity Boutique. Oh, right. Oh, that one's oh. hard to get in. Yeah. I could not imagine a worse nightmare than the Bibbidi Boppity Boutique. But what person. better place for a teacher? Yeah. Yeah. Hell? <laughs> Actual literal hell. Oh, God. Yeah, that's, that's the first answer that came to mind, so I'm going to stick with it. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us tonight. <laughs> we rate? I really, what's that? We don't get to rate it? As the college program, you guys just opined on it and said you would recommend it. I felt like that was, <laughs> that was the it rating. I'm still giving it. Authentic okay. formal rating. You're, you know what? You're right. With a you're weird right. little thing to rate it by. Whatever. Yeah, your scale that you come up with. One to All five right. what? Castles. 
Oh God, no, no. <laughs> on a on. one to five, <laughs> on a scale of one to five hot tubs that were uh, concreted over. One to five STDs. <laughs> yeah, one to five STDs. Um, go ahead and rate the experience one through one through five. Five, of course, being the you know. You know what? Never mind. Let's not get into it. Uh, let's start, let's go with Amanda to start. Oh, it's I haven't a made five. her start for a while. It's a five. Okay, the, you it's know, shocking. I'm giving my reasons. Shocking, I know, but it's a five. <laughs> All right, uh, Kayla. Five, absolutely. Five, five STDs. Wow. Five STDs. Wow, that's a lot of them. I don't think there's that many named. Um, Kim. Can I do a, a half? Can I do a four and a half? I'll bring yes. that average down just a little bit. I don't believe in perfection, so four and a half. So, the, yeah, that makes makes sense. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that it wasn't a perfect experience for no. you. God, Nothing ever is. There's, there's no – like, I need to find one person who's like, I fucking hate this program and I need to eat Oh, one, there was – I, I worked with several. I knew people that left. So, yeah, there's yeah. people there. There was, there was, yeah, I knew some people that absolutely hated it. We paid the 500 and left. Wait, um, you had to pay to get out? No, you had to pay to get in. Yeah, you put down, down deposits <laughs> and stuff. And then, yeah. It's like 500 or so. Wait a second. They paid you shit wages and then you had to pay to get into the program. Yeah. You had to pay a deposit, yep. You had to pay yeah. for your apartment before you started making money. You needed to live Mother somewhere. I, I can't. <laughs> because we didn't start drawing paychecks until about week three or four mm-hmm. yeah, of being down there. So we had to go ahead and pay those first couple of weeks up front of our rent. Yes, rent is taken out weekly. Mm-hmm. Of your pay- yes. And it automatically comes out of your paycheck. But we got paid weekly, too. We got paid yeah. weekly. That's why your rent came out weekly. Yeah. Um, in fact, yeah, that'd be cast, weird if Epcot, rent came out weekly and, and the paycheck was too for weeks. cast members. Stands for every paycheck comes on Thursday. <laughs> that is when we got paid. <laughs> there you go. That kind of wisdom. Okay, so then let me let me circle back to what I was saying before I, I had to come up with a sorry, you know, Bobby, an STD hot tub <laughs> uh, analogy. Ladies, thank you so much again for joining us this episode. We really appreciate it, and we thank you for being, you know, good and treasured friends in in our lives and being a participant in our wedding. I'm rarely that sappy, but I felt like I might as well get it out there at the end of this so that you don't feel dirty for having come on the show. Uh, so I, I genuinely appreciate it. Um, you know, and hopefully to, for all you listeners out there, that proves that I do have somewhat of a soul. Um, it's kind of like the Grinch from The Grinch Stole Christmas, where his heart grew three sizes that day. That's also called, called an enlarged heart, and you should probably see a doctor for that, like I'm going to have to one of these days. So um, in the meantime, I want you all to go ahead and subscribe and rate and review this show on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Google, wherever you get your podcast. And then, of course, go over to a different platform and resubscribe and re-rate and re-review this whole show again because we want to boost up the numbers be it artificially or naturally whatever way works for us we don't care um second make sure that you're checking us out on social media at cynics on disney uh, for instagram and uh pinterest and of course cynical at cynical disney on facebook and twitter this show of course is also brought to you by notclub33.com so go ahead and check out the website uh, for for us make sure you're also checking out the notcast every friday 
4 o'clock Magic Kingdom time, you will see a roundtable discussion of just whatever bullshit comes into our heads that, that comes up with the Disney topic. Um, you know, we, we've been getting a little bit wackier with these things, and I love it, quite frankly, uh, because I'm, all, I'm here for the, the batshit crazy Disney discussion. Uh, and I'm sure that we'll, we'll have the, the two uh, guests that we've had on uh, today on again at a later date to have just another batshit crazy discussion because you know what it's Kim do you ever see yourself getting back down here anytime soon or no I will be there in December I just well, I haven't booked a flight but I'll be there oh, in December there we go I'll all right so there we go so, so look forward yeah, to that for, I'm gonna drag her ass onto you. a show the only Bobby and I are the only ones that live here. Kayla is in Indianapolis and Kim is in Denver. So we are kind yes. of spread out now. But Kim, I also am yeah. gonna text you about FedEx and you something ahead of time. But mm. um, I've done that a few times. <laughs> no, I haven't. I didn't say that on air. <laughs> There's a reason why I left your last name and my last name out of the podcast. Okay. Good call. Good call. Uh, <laughs> So thank you all so much again for listening, and we really do appreciate it, guys. Keep helping boost us up. Tell your friends, not your family, unless you've got a weird fucked up family like mine where they can tolerate this kind of language around uh, the topics such as Disney. Um, but, you know, and if they can, great. Yeah, tell them. That's fine. Um, you know, Kayla, I think, told her mom, and God knows how many times I've dropped the F-bomb on this, this show. So uh, I'm, I'm sure she'll be fine. She'll be fine. Maybe just don't listen in front of the <laughs> anyway thank you all so much again for listening we truly appreciate it and we want you to have yourself a magical magical fucking day <laughs>